Hey now, welcome to Inclusive Technology for All. I'm Mike Murata, and each episode, we'll bring you information about inclusive and assistive technology to increase independence. Whether it's technology for inclusive classroom learning or tools for community success, inclusive technology has become more mainstream and available for everyone. Let's dive in. I'm excited to share today's podcast episode with you. This was uh, part of a keynote panel that was presented at the 2018 New Jersey Assistive Technology Summit. Uh, So just a little background uh, in addition to the consulting work that I do with my company, Inclusive Tech Solutions. I'm also the director of the New Jersey Assistive Technology Act Project. Uh, And under that position, we created and deliver a uh, annual assistive technology conference. So at this year's conference, we had three users of assistive technology share their story as part of our keynote. Uh, So today I'm going to present to you one of those uh, stories. I'm going to share with you uh, the story from Nick Foley. Nick is a 11th grade high school student with dyslexia, and he was able to share uh, some really great information about how he uses technology to be successful. Uh, and, I, and I especially like uh, the questions that the audience asks at the end, and, and Nick uh, steps up and gives some fantastic answers about AT. So enjoy. <laughs> I knew I was different when I was in the third grade because I always needed extra help. In third grade, I never read any of my library books. I would always put in my backpack and pretend to read them. I would always try to find books with audio to them. When I found, I found out I was dyslexic in the third grade. When I found out I was dyslexic, I was confused because I didn't know what dyslexia was. So my parents and my teacher explained dyslexia to me. Dyslexia doesn't mean that you're dumb or stupid. It just means that it takes longer for you to process information. You might need a little extra help, but, in, but you can do what everyone else can do. The easiest way for me to learn is by doing things hands-on. That is why I really like science. I learned how to take better notes a couple years ago, and now I use those notes to study in class. I use Quizlet, which is an app with digital flashcards, so it's easier for me to go over my notes. I have to find ways to make the information click, and I need extra time to have the information click in my head instead of having it go right through. The accommodations I use are my iPhone and my laptop, my Learning Alley audiobooks. I get extra time on tests and assignments if I need it, and I can have questions read out, questions read out loud to me if I need it. Assistive technology I use are my laptop and iPhone apps plus Siri, my Learning Alley audiobooks, and my Google Classroom and Google Extension. The assistive technology I use are um, Quizlet, Grammarly, and Sticky Notes. Other apps um, I are used by other students are Mic Notes and LiveScribe Pen. I hope to use these this year in school and hope to use them in college. Being dyslexic is like going to, Cape May, going to my favorite place, Cape May. 
Most people take the Garden State Parkway, which is a pretty easy and straight way to get there. There might be a few traffic jams during the busy times of the summer, but it's a pretty easy and straight way to get there. That's how most kids learn in school. They might have a couple bumps in the road along the way, but it's a pretty easy it's pretty easy in school. Being dyslexic is like going to my, going to Kate my grandparents. <laughs> Instead of taking the Garden State Parkway, which is an easy way to get there, we take a lot of stops and it takes us twice as long. I get really frustrated because I just want to get to Cape May, but we go to new places and learn new things. That's just like being dyslexic. I don't get to the same place as everyone else because it takes me a little longer but I make new stops and learn new things that other people probably don't know. For example, I know a lot more about assistive technology and what works best for me. In the end, I get to Cape May and I have a great time, so it doesn't matter how long it takes me to get there. I feel the same way about how I learn. It might take me a little longer and, it might, and I might not get to the same place as everyone else at the same time, but in the end, I get there and I have a great time. Thank you. about your learning ally audiobooks. Do you use a synthesizer or do you use human-read audiobooks? And um, does it make a difference? Learning Ally has the biggest selection of human-read books with over 80,000 and I use them for my schoolwork, my required reading, and my textbooks. So it's all human-read and you can change the voice and the speed and everything if you want. So it helps me better instead of having a robot or having it automated read it to me. I have a real human reading it out loud. And it, um, honestly, it works better for me. I'm not sure with other people, but it is more, it's more real so that you understand it. It's not like you know, a robot reading it to you like word by word. It's fluent, and you can understand all the information easier. Hi, Nick. That was really great. Uh, my grandparents took me to Cape May that way too, so <laughs> I really like that. Uh, you mentioned a couple of apps, and I heard you uh, say something about a pen. Could you kind of describe some of them a little bit more? Yeah. For us? So the Lifeguard pen works with special paper that has really small dots on it, and you can use that pen to, say you're in a classroom and it's a lecture, you can use that pen to record your teacher and write down, instead of writing everything that your teacher's writing down, you can write key words that your teacher wrote down, and then you can go back and uh, click on that word, and it will go back to the exact um, part where your teacher was talking. So say, my teacher was talking about a homework assignment, and we had to do three paragraphs, and he was telling us to write down a bunch of notes on, um, the, or on the screen. So I can just sum it up in a couple words, sentences, and have the teacher be recorded by what they're saying as they're explaining it. And then I can go back later and listen to what the teacher is saying so I can listen to the teacher in real time and then later go back and listen to my notes instead of only focusing on my notes. So it works as a special paper that has small dots on it and then the pen records the teacher. 
So I have a question in relation to that. Uh, when my son was in school, we had difficulty with our school district uh, because they, the teachers, they told us the teachers didn't want to be recorded. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if that's something that you had to deal with and how you dealt with that. Um, so far, I haven't used a flashcard pen in high school or in middle school because everything's on the laptops, like Google Classroom, everything's right there. So I can go back home and it's all there. Um, I did email my case manager and my, um, my teachers about just a policy if I'm allowed to record them in class. Um, I had other friends in different schools who have used the Lashcraft pen, the other ambassadors, and they um, have signed a contract, it's a non-disclosure contract about, um, they only use that information for school work so they can't share it with anyone else. So it's strictly just for school. So if they're recording the teacher, they're the only ones who are allowed to use that recording, and it's not spread to anyone else. So Nick, this is great. Can you share with us how you learned about all these different tools? Did the, how were you able to get these tools that are helping you? Have you ever needed to purchase any of these on your own? So um, luckily I have a great um, support team and a great family who is able to, or you know, was really willing to um, help me in any way they can. And it started when I, um, my grandma, she had like a little reader, the old one, I'm not sure what they're called, but they go to the paper and they read it out loud to you. And then my mom downloaded Learning Ally, she found Learning Ally, and she downloaded that for me, I think when I was in third or fourth grade, and I finally started to you know, listen to books, read books, and understand them. And from there, my mom and dad found different, you know, tools which would help me in different um, areas of school. So, like, I use Quizlet now, which is digital flashcards you can get them on your laptop, iPhone, whatever, and you can e-read and i-read at the same time, so you can look at the flashcards and it reads it out loud to you. So that's one I really like, and I was able to use that. Um, other ones I use are sticky notes, just like any application on your laptop you can get. Um, just so I use those to remind me, and um, I use a bunch of other ones. I know other ambassadors, they use different ones, like Lashcraft Pen. Um, some use the mic note. So I just had to find ones that fit me. And we've gone through a lot that have, you know, I haven't used, I have used, like Dragon Dictation. We had that, we tried it out, it didn't really work. But then we found, um, me, when I have to type up essays, I just use um, the microphone on my iPhone and I just say whatever I want. And that's like a free one you can get on your phone. Um, and I just say whatever I want and it uh, types it out for me and then I can go back and edit it. My mom and dad also got me um, an iPad and a laptop so I can use my laptop in class and stuff or um, learning ally, typing up essays and different stuff. And my um, iPad I used a long time ago for you know learning ally and different stuff. So my parents did have to you know buy those stuff themselves. Um, some schools do give out like laptops depending on what school district we um, you're in. My school didn't do that, so we got our own. But I guess if I asked, I would have been able to. So. Want to find other people interested in inclusive and assistive technology? Join us on Twitter every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern for AT Chat. Each week, Karen Janowski and myself lead an hour-long discussion about tools and strategies for inclusion and accessibility for individuals with disabilities. This week's AT Chat was called, If I Could Change One Thing About. Participants shared their thoughts about making changes to school, IDEA, 
AT consideration, your role in schools, how educators integrate technology into the classroom, and changes to delivery of professional development. Finally, we discussed if you could change the term assistive technology, what would it be? Such an interesting conversation. To read the archive of this week's AT Chat, go to bit.ly slash AT Chat 10.03.18. To read all the AT Chat archives from this entire school year, go to bit.ly slash AT Chat 18-19, or check out the episode 14 show notes for the link to the spreadsheet. Finally, do you have an idea for an AT Chat topic, or do you want to moderate the chat? Drop me a line and let me know. We love learning from each other and are always excited to have new voices in the chat. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe and leave a review. Do you have an idea for a future episode? Leave an audio message via SpeakPipe at speakpipe.com slash ITS podcast with your suggestion. It might just appear on an upcoming episode. To stay current on all things inclusive and assistive technology, follow me on Twitter at MMATP and visit my website at MMATP.com for inclusive technology resources and all the previous podcast episodes. Bye for now.